Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. This is, this, is, this is how you speak. Welcome to This Is Talking. Welcome Hello, everybody. Talking. Welcome to episode 109 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are fresh on the heels of a week off. <laughs> so, hey, thanks, guys. Uh, a week off for who? Uh, oh, not, well, us. not us. No. Not, not us. us. <laughs> yeah, we've been working. Yeah. We don't know what y'all have been doing. Yeah. Uh, Abby, you've been working. I set up an office today. Yeah, I've been very busy. Um, start a Patreon, they said. <laughs> Give people things, they said. Uh, no, no, we released our first ever bonus episode this week. So all of our patrons and uh, who are uh, monthly Patreon contributors to Yes Have Some Podcast in the $10 or more uh, tier, we released our first ever bonus episode. We covered in-depth Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Secret of the... Ugh, that's what the I call Uzi, it. as I used to say. <laughs> Secret of the what is this? Um, or um, so I talked about on that episode how I've been deleting old tweets because I'm a mm-hmm. fearful man. Right, I fear right. for yeah. myself. Uh, one of the tweets I didn't delete this one because I thought it was funny. It was back in 2014 when the Ninja Turtles reboot was about to come out. And then I said, uh, Megan Fox to star in new Ninja Turtles movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Boobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, did you spell that with a bunch of E's and W's? There was a Z. Okay. Of course, yeah. Mm. Uh, that's pretty fun. I remember making a post about Megan Fox being cast in that role and being like, I'm okay with this. I don't think I need to wow. delete that. I just delete disagree that with that. Delete it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed hey, now. I was deleting all the... My most offensive tweet uh, came after I saw Suicide Squad and I was like, I really liked it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Guys, we've discussed that. It was our rose-colored glasses from watching Answer the Call. 2016 Craig was in a weird place. 2018 Craig is just unfiltered and ready to roll. Mm I don't know what that means. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so we put up our first ever uh, bonus episode. And if you join Patreon, if you go to patreon.com slash yes, have some and become a contributor, uh, as soon as you become a $10 contributor or more per month, you will have access to all the bonus episodes. We're going to be doing two to three a month covering movies like Ninja Turtles 3. We've got a bunch of fun surprises. 
Before we go further, a little bit of housekeeping, we did want to thank all of our new patrons that have come on board since the last episode, and I've been, I've been advised by my lawyer, uh, Ron Daniels, not to give out last names. It ain't right. <laughs> I think he could give his last name out. I think he has protection. See, what happened was, you get the last name, and people get mad. Um, that's my Ron Daniels impression. Guys, we, yeah. should I bring back my splinter impression for the regular episode? God, I hope so. Should, should I, I, so. I want to get Splinter and Richard Dreyfus to have a conversation together. <laughs> should I do these Patreon thank yous in my splinter voice? Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, I have some podcasts. Would like to thank <laughs> our our new sons. <laughs> Craig W. Philip O. Emil S. Zach Grego, Andrew S. And Rob You're censoring S. everybody but Zach Grego? No. <laughs> so Zach Grego wants his last name said. He's a it's big okay fan. To say his last name? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Zach Grego is a fan of the podcast. He's been a longtime listener. And he's also he puts a it huge out there. Ninja hey, Turtles also, fan. Emilio Estevez? Mm-hmm. Emilio. Is that what you said? My sons, grave danger awaits you. I hate myself. I like it. I thought that was the best part of the show so far. So, Jacob Walsh, how are you, dude? Yeah, I'm good. I'm guys, I'm good. But I, I got some like uh, emergency news that I just read. Wait, we need some music. Abby, give us emergency music. Uh, uh, ah, ah, ah. That's oh, my God. alarm. It's a porg. <laughs> That's is, all going to be. Yeah, that was, was <laughs> Is that what the kids are listening to these days? Yeah. Jake, is that music? Uh, that's, Jake, that's what Abby it? thinks music is. <laughs> hey, Abby, what's your favorite kind of music? I like porn noises. <laughs> oh. uh, you said it was an emergency, so I was trying to immediately to think porgs, of like an alarm um, noise. Repeat. Jake, yeah. uh, Jake, what's your, what's your news, man? Um, Doctor Sleep has cast uh, two actors. Um, let's see. Carl Lumbly. Ooh. I don't. I don't know this guy. Okay, but he he has been cast as Dick Halloran. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a picture of him. He looks cool. I can see it. Um. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Is playing. Who? The... I'm looking Wendy... it up right now to see who. Wendy Torrance. Okay. Um, just for context, because I haven't read Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. yeah, is there are those characters in the book? Yep. Okay. Okay. They are. Um, has it been confirmed if this movie adaptation is going to reference? I know it's based on the it's book. It's not going to. Uh, I am pretty sure that this movie is not going to have anything to do with the the Kubrick Shining. Okay. Um, don't you think that's going to be confusing for people? No, I don't. I, I, I think maybe for some people it will be, but it will be even more confusing, I think, to reference. I think they're going to – I think the beginning of the movie is going to have a little bit of a uh, a flashback maybe. Maybe not a huge flashback, but the book doesn't – the book starts you know, very close to after the events of The Shining. Okay, uh-huh. and, you, and you get a little, you get a little bit of like, hey, um, this is what happened. Uh, Danny is still dealing with a few things, 
Um, and then they kind of jump into a few years later until you get to adult Danny. And if the movie starts that way, they can very easily be like, hey, here's kind of a flashback to what happened. And they can right off the bat show you this is not this is a little different. This is not uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, yeah. I mean, I imagine like it's not that far fetched. Set their own tone because they're going to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that far fetched that Danny would still be going through stuff. Like I go through stuff and it's like, Craig, what happened to you as a child? Like my dad traveled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. My mom worked late. I have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, and, Danny's and, and, fucked. And right, and right off the bat, like, hey, Dick Halloran dies in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. He, he, so he's, he's cast here. He he doesn't die in the, the book co- version of The Shining. DeCaloran does not die. So no, that, he that, gives that, like that a, kind of shows you right there that they're not going to be going. You know, like Stephen King hates that movie, you know, right. and yeah. this is a sequel to this book is a sequel to the book. It is not a sequel to the to the to the Kubrick. Film. I'm just so, glad they yeah. finally are making a sequel to the 1997 straight to television adaptation of The Shining. It's <laughs> what the people want. It's, it's yeah. Well, that's a fan favorite, obviously. Um, no, that sounds good because actually, Jake, I really like the end of the book because Halloran gives like a really good life lesson speech to Danny and that was Mm -hmm. one of my favorite parts so I don't know if they'll have that in any facet or if he'll be kind of like a mentor or what but I'm excited to see that I kind of want to read the book now so Um, you McGregor's playing Danny correct yeah I like that I like you and uh, Rebecca Ferguson I believe is playing um, wait is that the right name yes Rebecca Ferguson is playing uh, the villain okay the main villain in in the movie okay cool cool um, well, there's that, and then there was talk of uh, a Nurse Ratchet prequel series. Uh, that seems so fucking weird. For uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. So, hey, hey. there's a lot happening out there. Yeah. Hey, is the director of, um, I don't know his name, but isn't the guy doing it, the guy who did uh, Gerald's Game? I saw Gerald's Game mentioned here, so... The guy who's directing um, Dr. Sleep, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, Michael, uh, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Okay, yeah. and he's a huge Stephen King-like fanboy, so... He's a big... Yeah, he's a big Stephen King fan. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, cool, that sounds guys. good. That Thank you for the late-breaking news. Uh, Abby, will you wrap up that news with another emergency sound? Ah! ah. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Cool. Well, this is what we wanted to do, everybody. Um... We wanted to talk about a bunch of trailers because Comic-Con happened while we were away. There's been a bunch of trailers that came out. And what happens here at Yes Have Some is these trailers pile up. People want to talk about them. I know I do. <laughs> Someone's got to talk about them. Someone's got to talk about them. Although I kind of keep – I want to keep talking about Walker from Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> I want to dedicate a whole episode. I want to write a backstory. I want Walker and Vigo to do like an odd couple thing. I want a fan fiction of Walker. I want to know everything that happened in his life that led him. To that Norinaga Castle in 1603. Like all of his deals and schemes. It's a story for another time, I think. Another time, another place. Maybe another bonus episode. All right, cool. So there's a bunch of trailers out. We're going to start getting into them right now. We don't have time to waste. Remember a couple weeks ago? Did I cut that part out of that episode? There's this really (laughs) weird Time is money. When we were interviewing Trevor Morgan. uh, Here's Uh a little behind the scenes of it. Um, there was a lot of stress going on in like real life. Like my brother was over, he had to get to the airport, his flight got canceled, and I all I was stressed out. I was making an hors d'oeuvre plate for some reason before <laughs> I, the podcast. I, I, I was like, I gotta put a spread I out. I couldn't find my notes. Oh. And I think I cut this out of the final episode, but at one point, like early on in the interview, I went, 
I went, well, Trevor, time is money. So, and Abby looked at me. She goes, what the fuck does that mean? And I was like, oh, I like mouthed it. I was like, I was what like, are you doing? I don't know why What's I would this? just say that. But um, <laughs> hey, bygones will be bygones. And it's time to talk about a bunch of trailers. But this isn't just any trailer because there's very few trailers for franchises that we get very, very over the moon excited about around these parts. So mm-hmm. we talk a lot of Marvel. We talk DC. We all have our uh, favorite horror movies. Uh, we all love Ghostbusters. We all love Batman. We all love, you know, all these movies, Jurassic Park. Um, but we got to talk about God fucking Zilla mm-hmm. because Jake. Yeah. You love Godzilla. He's cool. He's all right. No, 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 no. Jake, you like, you love Godzilla. You like, I, like, like it. I do, yeah. Like, I like, <laughs> I like, like it. No, I yeah. like it. Like, you guys like have been more talking. Than a friend. Yes. Like you text. Um, so the Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters trailer was released at Comic-Con. Uh, there was kind of like a teaser released uh, leading up to Comic-Con, which was kind of a clip from the movie featuring um, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, the fake Bobby Brown. Yeah, we talked about that. Right, and we talked about that a little bit. You always refer to her as the fake Bobby Brown, as if she's. Trying I don't to have step room for two Bobby Browns in my life. Really? I never have. It's eleven. I'm on my own. I think she's established. She, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you guys like how I'm acting like like she's the the wannabe Bobby Brown at this <laughs> yeah. point? Yeah. Like she's, you know, she's got a lot to live up to. Um, so the trailer was released. Obviously, this is a sequel to the 2014 Brian K- uh, Cranston. Godzilla film directed by Gareth Edwards, uh, which we've talked about a lot on this show. Uh, the trailer is out. Jake, I'm going to go ahead and throw to you because uh, you're the resident Godzilla fan. And uh, I mean, we're all fans, but uh, is it safe to say that along with Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park, Godzilla is one of those uh, really close to your heart franchises? It is for sure. Um, it, it's one of my favorite. You know, there there are... I think at this point, uh, I think it's 30. I think this makes the 33rd uh, Godzilla film. That is it, insane. I, I think it, it's 32 or 33. Wow. I would I would have to look it up, but that's that's what the count is. Um, and I it, 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 that's such a like that's such a good thing to have when 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 you're such a fan of something, especially if you can deal with uh, it getting weird at, at some points. But um the thing with trailers is you always have, uh, I always have a very nerd, like we knew this trailer was being released. Right. And I'm always very nervous to see trailers for, for movies that I'm, I'm, I'm super like interested in because there are only two types of movie trailers at this point in our lives. And, and one is, um, (laughs) the trailer that, shows you everything and just like stupid and (laughs) like every other trailer we're going to discuss today yeah and then there are the trailers where i'm like okay here's some whoever cut this knows what they're doing like this looks interesting this looks good the music is fucking like beautiful and it's this trailer the, the the thing that was kind of surprising about this trailer is it's when you watch the um the like the any of the trailers for the godzilla that came out in 2014 they're they're very they're kind of scary you know it's very like you know like oh shit like what the fuck is happening 
this trailer is very like it almost made me feel like Steven Spielberg was hiding in there somewhere. Oh. Like it's very like a sense of wonder and it's like scary there beautiful. Are, there are some like ominous things happening, but it's also like seeing like Mothra's wings spread out in this music that's like oh. I felt yeah, exactly. Jay, it felt amazing. I've been listening to that piece of music like nonstop. That's uh, it's great. Claire de Lune. It's fucking beautiful. I don't know how to say it's Claude de, de something. It's yeah, French. Sure. He's a beautiful composer. But yeah, like the music in that movie, the way that it's timed with the reveal of the monsters, it literally made me go back and watch Godzilla 2014 this week because I was like, I got so jazzed for the movie and the trailers. Yeah. Like the way that it's cut is exactly what you're saying. It's one of those that it has intention and purpose and like the, the music is lining up with what's happening on screen. And I literally forgot that Sally Hawkins was in that first one. Uh, when I say first yeah. one, I mean the last one. Um, and yeah. And I think the fact that, uh, the shape of water that I feel like there's those, like some of those tones are mixing in with this where it's like that beautiful, majestic, terrifying. These are the, the Titans. These like deities have existed forever. And when they're like looking at the, is it King Ghidorah behind the, the glass or whatever that shit is like yeah, it's it is, spectacular yeah. and it's gorgeous and like frozen, yeah. yeah it's it, it, their expressions like the, the acting in the movie obviously seems like it just, it just oh fucking have we talked about kyle chandler yet you're out of your goddamn mind because like that guy he's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite actors he's like everyone's dad and the fact that he's going to be millie bobby brown's dad in this movie is it's it just feels right and it feels good. And like the only thing that I would say that I have have as a complaint about um, Gareth Edwards Godzilla would be that it maybe at certain points doesn't feel quite as human as this trailer feels. Cause this, this trailer feels like I'm already caring about these people and like, God, is it ever perfect? So yeah, I'm yeah. really excited. Oh, um, the first thing I know we've talked about a little bit, but the first thing that struck me when I watched uh, the trailer was the music. So mm-hmm. Uh, like Abby said, it's Claire de Lune. It's a French piece of classical music. I was not familiar with it. Um, but what it sounds like they did, and I don't know if this will be used in the film, but for the trailer, it sounds like they recorded um, an updated version of it because you can find the full version of the trailer music on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure they posted it some. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, like, it's up. It's on uh, Legendary posted like, hey, yeah. this is our... Um, and, and Jake, you're absolutely right. This is one of those trailers that I showed a couple people that I work with, people who, you know, like these kinds of movies, who don't like these kinds of movies, and this trailer doesn't pander to you. It has a little bit of dialogue at the beginning that kind of sets up what the movie's going to be about, but it it what really gets you is the the music combined with the visuals. And I absolutely like the tra- I got emotional every yeah. like Every time I watch the trailer, Dude, even making, even, I wrote down as this down as a note. Like while I stopped and paused the trailer to take notes, by the time I got to that last scene, I still had the same chill effect and that same like, oh my god, like full body warmth of like this is something huge that I'm watching. Even after I took like ten pause breaks to make notes, it, I still felt that shit. So, yeah. So um, the trailer was great, and the shots that you see of Godzilla, like they they kind of like. They're talking about these monsters and they're talking about because Godzilla's role in the first movie was uh, as a protector, basically, of, of, you know, he was a good guy for, for all intents and purposes. Like he came to fight off uh, the uh, what are they called? Mutos. Uh, yeah. He, he in, in they had been researching Godzilla forever. They knew about him and they anticipated that he would show up to protect uh, 
you know, the people of Earth, basically. And it kind of sounds like that theme uh, is carrying on into this movie. I mean, the last shot of this trailer is that amazing shot of Godzilla with, like, the entire Air Force behind him. Like, it's pretty fucking badass. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like uh, Kyle Chandler a lot. The cast of this movie is really good. Like, obviously, Sally Hawkins is back. Uh, Vera Farminga, um, who's a really good actress. She was in uh, The Departed, and she was in... Uh, She's the one that delivers that opening dialogue. Yeah, 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 which is important to have something. It sounds like you're walking in on somebody who's actually talking about something very real. And it's kind yeah. of alarming. And she was. Um, she played um, Norman Bates's mom in the, oh, shit, the yeah. whatever that show was called. Got it. Yeah, Bates, Bates Motel. Motel. Bates Motel. Um, you know, I I didn't know that. Uh, what, what's that guy's name? What did you say the actor? Kyle name Chandler. Was? Kyle Chandler. Yeah, I didn't know he was in this, and uh, I also really like him and. I remember the first thing I ever saw him in was um, King Kong. He was mm-hmm. in. Uh, oh, he's like he, he, he's Jackson, a very silly character in Peter Jackson King Kong. But I remember even liking him then, and um, and obviously he shows back up in Super Eight, and he's he's great in that. He's amazing in Super Eight. So he's amazing in yeah. Super Eight, and he's uh, a. Even I mean, though you may never watch it, Friday Night Lights, which is like a high school football show, is yeah, amazing. He, in that. Yeah, he's he's in a lot of good stuff, and he just also has like such a good. He has like a like a good like hero look to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He looks like such a classic like he, he's cast perfectly in Peter Jackson's King Kong cuz he looks like a classic movie star. Yeah, like he's always sizing things up with his eyes and like trying yeah. to figure out the best way out of things. I'm always surprised he's not in more stuff cuz like he did that show. He will be now. Jake, have you watched uh, Bloodline on Netflix? No. That's a great show. He's in that. Um and so Gareth Edwards is not directing this movie. Um, I don't know the why behind that, Jake. I don't know if you do. Um, but, I mean, it has been five years. Gareth Edwards did Rogue One. Uh, they had to kind of reshoot the whole movie. So maybe some of his stuff. No, I think, I think uh, I, I don't think it was more. Uh, they, they got different act, uh, directors for all of these. Uh, I, I just think maybe that wasn't. I, I'm speaking like completely at a turn here. I don't know. But. They got a different guy to do King Kong. There's a different person directing Kong versus Godzilla right. than these movies. It's all different. They're not keeping any of the same directors for any of these movies. And right. I I don't know if that is um I don't know if that's on purpose or uh I'm not I'm not sure why they're doing that. But what what I love, um so two things. So this movie's written and directed by Michael Doherty, who did um Trick or Treat, which, which is, is amazing. Oh fuck. Uh, And Krampus, Krampus. which is also amazing. He's only directed a couple movies. Like, that's it. (laughs) This is like his third movie. Um, So he's having a good career. Good for him. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of like, like, think about how different their approach to this monster universe is than like all of the other failed attempts at cinematic universes besides Marvel. Like, they're letting these movies kind of like obviously stand on their own. They're spacing them out. They're pulling in like real actors who can deliver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's not like we've got a monster universe and then they put up the the Comic Con like, oh, there's going to be 20 of these movies in the next yeah. four years. They're, they're then, playing it a little loose, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's been five years since Godzilla. By the time this movie comes out, it'll it'll, it'll been over two years since Skull Island. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really, I really like... Uh, 
I like the direction. Yeah, take your time, slow roll it, build a foundation, like let us kind of let it seep and simmer and all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, specifically. Um, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Star Wars. Hey, fuck. Oh, God. I get stressed about Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I, it's Star Wars feels That's like. for the next episode. Right, yeah, I know. Right now, Star Wars feels like the kid who was really popular the first three years of high school. I think it's kind of weird looking. And then, like, like something happens brain. senior year. Like, maybe he, like, has a limp or something now, like a hit by a train he, or something. He reminds me. Star Wars reminds me right now of the kid who's, like, the bully, but finally, like, somebody just stood up to him. Yeah. Oh, I know what yeah. you mean. Like, You're what, talking about like that's the... what Star Wars is right now. Yeah. And now yes. he has to redeem himself and yep. become a good guy again. Yep. Uh, yes. The other thing I like about this trailer um, that is the complete opposite of things in some of the other trailers we're going to talk about, and in most trailers, is that um, so besides that like opening dialogue, which doesn't really explain anything Mm-mm. it no, really it's just like, it probably is a monologue from the movie just it's lifted. A, it's a monologue and they and, and she does say like we have to find you know th- this is going to happen if we don't find the titans but but there's no plot happening we i don't know what the plot of this movie is like and there there's no you don't see like i feel like uh I don't want to like prematurely talk about the Aquaman trailer, but I know exactly what's going to happen when's going to happen in the fucking in the Aquaman movie. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they tell you kind of those tra- that trailer, and I'm not just picking on Aquaman. It's it's a thing for most trailers to be like this. Tra- the trailer is basically a mini version of the movie. We have to show you exactly where we're starting, where we're like every- where it's ending. You have to see mm-hmm. everything, and this trailer is just like hey. Look at look at all these monsters. Yep. Like yes. that's basically, and well, also like, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say a well crafted trailer is like its own standalone piece of art, and like there is this awful trend. I mean, go back to the answer the call trailer. the The most infuriating thing about that trailer are the voiceovers explaining to you like what's, what's going ha- on. No, because I liked watching this trailer and trying to actually figure out what the story was because after watching it twice, I was like, okay, so Millie Bobby Brown probably lost her dad, Kyle Chandler. Oh, I don't want to like give my idea of what the movie is, but I bet she's trying to get back to him. But then I also was reading into who's the female that we're talking about with the voiceover. Vera Farmiga. Because it, there's, she seems like duplicitous. Like there might be a bad side to her right. at some point. Cause she's, talking to Millie Bobby Brown. I like, I like to try to figure it out, but not have it handed to me. Exactly. So that's like a very yeah. good thing. It's um, respectful to the viewer. So th- as the music builds in the trailer, though, like th- you start seeing, you know, snippets of the monsters, snippets of the action. This, the, there's kind of a swell of the orchestra. The first time you see like the wingspan of Mothra and you don't have to really be like a giant Godzilla fan or to know a lot about this universe. Everybody who watches this trailer goes, oh, fuck, that's Mothra. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just a really it was it was a really fun experience watching this trailer with different people and seeing that reaction. Yeah. And everybody came out of the. It was at that moment. I remember we were sitting next to each other. I was on the couch. And I was like, fuck. This is this is big. This is I've never seen big. Abby have like a visceral reaction to a trailer like that. I think I, the no, Force not like Awakens. That. You were screaming. Yeah. You were yelling at the TV. Mm-hmm. What yeah. the TV do? What the TV do to you? It doesn't do anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree that this trailer is uh, it's very like emotional feeling, especially like 
You get that goddamn uh, classical music in there. Yeah, it, that, it's, it's it's the music for sure, and, and especially like right in the middle of the trailer, the first time you kind of see uh, everything kind of pauses and Godzilla comes out of the water, and the music gets very loud at at the moment Godzilla like fires his atomic breath into the sky. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you just like. Oh! Like that's, oh. I, I oh. probably made a noise yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh. Uncontrolled noise. Oh, like also, a release. Like Ron Swanson and Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, as far as this movie goes, um, Legendary, uh, I think this might have been the same day of the trailer. Maybe, maybe it was uh, that weekend. Um, they made a post on their official Facebook, and they confirmed that there will be more than four monsters in the movie. Um, and they also confirmed that the other monsters are also Toho monsters, which means they're established Godzilla the monsters okay. from older, yeah, from older films. Got it. And they also, um, they also confirmed that this movie will have like a re, like a remade, um, like the the original theme, like Godzilla's original theme song from from the original film that is also in you know most of the old Godzilla movies. Right. They have like they've re-recorded that, and it's gonna be it's gonna be in the movie at some point, which is amazing because like that was one thing, that was one thing that I really missed wait, and thought we would wait, get. Is what? Fall Out Boy doing it? Because that's <laughs> what I was hoping. No, well, on to. Um, it's I thought cool that, that was what you were going to say, Craig. It, it's cool that they're going to use the original Godzilla theme. I didn't know uh, P. Diddy was still making music. Da, 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 da. You mean stealing uh, Led Zeppelin's riffs? Hey, I'd be into that. I know you would. Jake, I wouldn't be mad at that. the Godzilla da, 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 da. soundtrack. I would Dude, not be mad at that. classical music, Godzilla. That's it, man. Um, so... We could be heroes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Wait, we, guys, I haven't seen that Godzilla. Can we please you watch seen it? Godzilla Can we do that as one of our episodes? Like bonus a bonus app. Hey, um, 33 Godzilla movies. It's by far the, the worst. worst. I mean, I worst, gotta see it. I think. Uh, I, can we make that like our thing when we do a bonus episode? It's only for a bad only movie. Only the worst movies. Only possible. the worst ones. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, or maybe like we should do thing. a commentary for that. Movie. I'd do Ooh, that. I'll, I'll do watch that. it a couple times, then I'll get all prepped. So, um,. Charles Dance is in this movie. Obviously, yep, he, he was, is. Um, mm. I, and like, what's? Oh, there's an interesting theory about his character. By the way, okay. Um, so the director of this movie has come out and said that there is a character in this movie from Kong Skull Island. Okay. Wouldn't say who. They, they didn't say anything. Mm. But uh, by age, some you're people saying. think some people think that he's just the older version of. Um, John Hilton's character. Oh, that would be interesting. Because that like you know really that because you know like they kind of like recruit him right. in the mm-hmm. end, yeah. like to monarch to be part and... of monarch. Yeah. Um. Mm. So it's all I know is that it was not an accident to have fucking Tywin Lannister say "Long live the king" Long when the music king. drops Fuck. out, dude. Yeah. That is everybody's like, in like a fever pitch, very confused about what they're watching. It's like, like I love Game of Thrones. They're like. Exactly. Like, I love this. How, you're evoking feelings out of an audience. Like, you know, every single person knows who that is. Yeah. And him just saying the word king has some sort of subliminal, like, people are like, must see movie. Must see. I must like see. Game of Thrones. That guy, that guy also just has, like, 
he just has like a, a a really cool sounding voice and he's always very I don't know he's also very like commanding and like yeah. I always feel when I see him in anything even Ghostbusters I knew that was he might be he's the best very part of like yeah. you see him and you're like you see him and you're like afraid to talk like as if he'll hear you you're like all right shut up you, you sit know, up straight guys is, this guy's a real actor. He kind of has a. Right yeah, now, this guy, hey, talk. yeah, this guy's Show a real actor. Respect to this God guy. Damn it! Like you know, it's it's like every one of those act, like Method. every every interview you hear with an actor, like you know, I just really respect him because he's like you know, he on Friday he's at Shakespeare in the Park. You know, Saturday he's in a Marvel movie. Like he's just that. Like those are the <laughs> two things you always hear: Shakespeare in the Park and a Marvel movie. Yeah. Those are the only yeah. two things. Um, yeah, he he's got that. Uh, um, Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart kind of level exactly. of like presence. Exactly. Yeah. He's up. Um, he's gravitas. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't really familiar with him before, um, Game of Thrones. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Shakespeare in the park and maybe a Marvel movie, but. Hell, uh, his summer stock is great. <laughs> he's very <laughs> proud of his summer stock. Very proud um, of it. So what else? I mean, uh, it's only about a two minute trailer. Uh, we see, I think at one point. I am always going to be a sucker for any movie that shows Washington, D.C. just being destroyed. Um, Not from a political standpoint, but just it reminds me of Independence Day. Well, you get a lot of – there's a lot of destruction happening. Um, There's a lot of really fast – there is a scene that I'm sure you guys have seen because a lot of people are pointing out. It's very quick in the trailer, but um, uh, like the Exorcist statue is in this trailer at some point. Oh, right. There's an Easter egg. Whoa. Um, I didn't see that. And – that so that 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 uh scene in the film or in the trailer it's like an explosion it happens very quickly it it looks like it but if you screen if you uh if you pause it if you look at that picture where you can see that it looks like uh the Pazuzu statue right um it looks like first of all it kind of looks like Godzilla is what is exploding okay but it's very it's hard to it's so like he's so far in the background and it looks like he might be in a cave. It's really weird. It's okay. like, who knows what that's going to be about once you see it. Um, there's a lot of quick shots that it's like, there's a few times where um, you see something flying in the sky. And I'm like, is that Mothra or is that King Ghidorah? Because like, it's very bright, you right. know, mm. there's a few like, what is that? What is that? What well, is who that? is this? What is that? I can't tell what this is. The first time you see like uh when um, Discount Bobby Brown reaches out and nah. touches um, the that monster, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe a lot of people aren't sure what that is, but I think that is. I am pretty sure that that's Mothra that in he, her. Jake, larval that's what I, Jake. Form. That's what I thought too, because it looks like the eyes are like it looks like a large round face that has. Like, All I know is if it doesn't sneeze on her afterwards, I'm leaving. <laughs> if it's not creamed spinach. <laughs> God, that would be amazing. Uh, just wait, what, what if she reaches out Veggie and then Saurus. in the background you see Veggie Saurus Lex? <laughs> oh, wait. My bad. Just walks off. Um, so. Just Tim, adult Tim. Adult Tim. Adult Tim walks off. Veggie Saurus Lex. Oh, she's a hacker, this fake Bobby Brown. Um, I like to think that maybe Brad Doherty is a giant, yes, have some fan, and he knew that Jake. Uh, has a, a long history with 
uh, Linda Blair not signing his Pazuzu. That's statue. why that's in there. And that's yeah. why they put it for sure. I, hey, I, apparently, if you if you screenshot and you zoom it's in signed. very close, you can <laughs> see that Linda Blair has signed the Pazuzu statue oh, in the Gaza Village trailer. God, that's what brought it all on. <laughs> yeah, that's why also, they're all when there. I was just telling that story. I almost said Selma Blair instead of Linda Blair. <laughs> Different which Blair. Is weird. Selma Blair is better. Hey, if Selma Blair ever comes to a convention, I am asking her to sign, to sign it. Any <laughs> <laughs> ah. Blair. Blair Underwood, Blair Witch, all of them. Fantastic. Uh, is there another Blair I'm forgetting? Trying really hard to think of one. Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Um, no. Well, cool. Well, anything else on this trailer? I know we're going to be talking about Godzilla a lot as we. I mean, we've got a year. We've got a year to ramp up. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm trying to think. 2019 most anticipated film. Godzilla's got to be right up there in the top two or three. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm not sure what else is coming out, but it's I mean, it's going to be. For Next me. year's big releases, we got Godzilla, King of the Monsters. We've got what Avengers, maybe Avengers Four, Spider Man, Homecoming Two. Uh huh. Don't care. Episode Nine. Episode Nine. Um. Okay. Maybe something. Dumbo. Hey, Dumbo <laughs> looks good. Captain Marvel. Whoa. Hey. Someone's excited. I'm, excited. I'm excited for all of those movies, uh, and I and Frozen I think that two. a few of them will make more money than Godzilla. But I am anticipating Godzilla above. Above those films, real quick, we didn't like, have the schedule. We didn't cover Detective Pikachu. That's coming out in 2019. Hey, Ryan Reynolds is doing the voice there. Um, okay. Jake, did you see the Dumbo trailer by any chance? Uh, I think I did. It was just a teaser, right? It was, well, a, it was like a pretty short. I think I, I think I watched that. Yeah, it, it's a Tim Burton uh, Dumbo trailer, which means it just sure. like it just feels like Tim Burton. But I love that Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito are in it. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of a Batman Returns reunion. It is. Yeah. yeah. That gives me some interest, that more interest than I would have. And the trailer I'm more interested in seeing just the behind the scenes photos of Danny DeVito and and uh Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton hanging out, yeah. God. Hey, I hope that movie sucks. And I'm at that point uh writing it's reviews. It's Tim for... Burton. It's Tim Burton, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's might... not Beetlejuice. Yeah probably gonna suck I, i'm hoping by that time i'm like a new york times reporter uh writing uh movie reviews and my headline is uh the second greatest show okay <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because it i don't know i still haven't seen the greatest show but greatest i imagine showman? it's gonna be better than Dumb. oh yeah greatest showman oh God so you definitely it. should get that job as the writer for the new york times at this point <laughs> hey the failing new You're, york times you got a typo in your there goes my Title. Hugh Jackman jokes. You guys ready to talk about some more trailers? Yes. Let's do it. I, I thought we were just going to talk about the Dumbo trailer. All right. You guys want to hear my uh, Shazam song? It goes like this. Shazam looks stupid. Yes, it does. Whoa. That's my song. Okay. Cool. I watched this. I watched the Shazam trailer after watching the Aquaman trailer before we recorded this. Oh, God. So I liked it. So to Abby, Shazam looks like Shazam's the <laughs> new That's good. Abby's like, Shazam Wait, might be better than Forrest Gump. Yeah, this movie looks pretty funny. Um, yeah, Jack Dylan Blazer. Is that his name? Grazer? Yeah. Eddie Casprack. Yeah. He looks. He was kind of funny in this trailer. Wait, is that Eddie Casprack? That is him. That is Eddie. Yeah. He plays like the nerdy foster kid or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I knew that kid looked familiar. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about Shazam. funny. We don't have to talk about it too much. No. I don't know. Okay. It's a DC movie. It takes place in that universe. It's their first attempt at kind of like... A comedy or a more comedic uh, approach to one of those movies. I will be the first to admit, I don't know much about Shazam. 
I do know that Shazam's been out for a very long time, and at one point in the 1950s was the most popular comic book hero, even bigger than Superman, and there's kind of a, uh, a cult following for Shazam. Having said that, I watched the trailer. The trailer was pretty formulaic. Kind of feels like they gave away most of the movie. I was not that into it. Having said that, Abby? I agree with you that they gave away a lot of that movie. Uh, the trailer felt, it felt really 90s. Like, it felt like, uh, what's the guy from Blast from the Past and The Mummy? Brendan Fraser felt like he should have been in that role. Or Whoa, was... I would love it if Brendan <laughs> Fraser was in this movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like... Uh, they're they're doing their best Spider-Man like Homecoming like this is probably geared for like a younger or I don't know hipper audience uh, maybe it's supposed to be a little bit more joyful than the other installments you know from DC but yeah I don't know much I about mean, Schindler's List is I more joyful ordered... than the other installments of DC yeah. I once ordered a shirt that is a a Shazam like tank top because I thought it was Captain Marvel because like there's the like that Captain whole Mar- thing about like the because yeah it's like you look it up I like Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, yeah. So here's the story. Um, I guess Shazam in some incarnations was known as Captain Marvel, but then Marvel had their own Captain Marvel, so they don't use it anymore. And Abby was like, oh, I ordered a Captain Marvel shirt, and it came, and she was wearing bolt? it for like a year, and I never had no and idea. I, I was like, hey, you know that's a goddamn Shazam shirt you're wearing, right? And she was like, goddamn. I still wear it. I was wearing it this morning. I don't care. It looks good on me. I like them both. Hey, I like this trailer. Apparently. Abby's going to be in the front row wearing her, her Shazam tee going, be the champion for this I'm movie. a huge Shazam fan. Um, yeah, I don't really have any other thoughts on this. It's like, it, it looks okay, maybe. I would I would say this is the, of the all the trailers we're covering in this episode, this is my second most anticipated because it, it looks slightly enjoyable. Cool. Yeah. Jake? Yeah, I I feel like um, boy, DC's got some problems happening. I don't know how many times I can say that. Uh, can we put that just like on a T-shirt, or can we just like make DC sure that dot, that dot, is dot. There's some the things. running? I don't know. I don't know what's happening over there. This movie to me doesn't look. It doesn't look as bad as uh, some of the other stuff we've gotten from DC. But it doesn't look good either. Like it doesn't. I, I just don't understand. Like, um, it also. It you're right, Craig. It does like tell the whole plot, and it does like it suffers from the same thing that the Aquaman trailer does, where it's got like they both start off with this fucking dumb kind of voiceover, or uh, you get like you get a couple lines of dialogue that are just. I I can take care of myself, you know, like such a cliche fucking. In this in 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 Shazam, it's I can take care of myself, and in Aquaman, it's uh, what is he fucking? They made me what I am. Like that, those are both fucking. Stupid, you like when the bullies cliche. like, is your fake then, family gonna come defend you? You're like, no yeah. fucking kid talks like that. And then the music is like this, just generic like. It just sounds so stupid, like. I don't care. This looks looks better than Aquaman. This looks better than, I don't know, fucking Batman versus Superman. But, 
I don't know, man. What? I don't know what I don't know. It if, does like, not look better than Wonder Woman to me. I know Jake wasn't that in. I I thought no, Wonder I Woman. I don't think it. I'd rather uh, watch Gal Gadot do anything. I don't know. It I'd looks like that. it could be on par with. I didn't think Wonder Woman was good at all, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. It just looks boring. But the, Jake, here, does this the, for being a foster kid? This kid looks like he's in a fucking band. He looks like <laughs> yeah. way too cool. Foster kids' shirts are way a really dirtier. Cool haircut. Foster kids, the, those two kids from Angels in the Outfield, the, those are foster kids. One just wants to sleep in a car, or you know he can't go in a car because he gets a stomach ache because he used to movie. live in a car. That's a foster kid, mm-hmm. not not this jovial bunch. Um, this movie was directed by this guy David F. Sandberg. Uh, he directed Annabelle Creation. Oh boy! One <laughs> of Jake's phases. So I, I don't know. He hasn't really done a whole lot. Um, I don't know. I kind of agree with you guys. I I don't like shitting on DC. In fact, gro- I always preferred like growing up when I read comic books. Like I loved Batman. I loved Superman. Like I love that stuff. Batman's my favorite superhero. The Dark Knight trilogy are three of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not like I'm having fun shitting on DC. In fact. Before I go any further, I will say out loud, I'm actually pretty excited about the Joker movie that they're doing with Joaquin Phoenix because everything I keep hearing about it, A, here's why I'm excited for the, here, sidebar. A, Jake and I are withholding our fucks here as we go. saying this, Here we go. We're not doing a fuck budget on this episode. <laughs> and this is why I like the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. A, I like Joaquin Phoenix. I like him. Anytime I see him like in The Master or Walk the Line or Signs, I'm like, oh yeah, I like Joaquin Phoenix. B, I like Todd Phillips, the director. I like The Hangover. I like Road Trip. You know, I fucking, I like his movies. I like old school. I don't know how it translates to this. It's produced by Martin Scorsese. Love him. And the cast that they've announced so far, uh, obviously Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, and fucking Mark Maron. What? Yeah, Mark Maron got cast. Oh, in it. I'm in. So I'm it's in. like, it's you see also, Maron and Zazzy. I'm in. Mark Maron. I don't think he's playing Commissioner Gordon, but he kind of just looks like Commissioner Gordon automatically. Uh, that intrigues me so much more than just forcing another DC universe connected film. That when I watch the trailer, the only thing I keep thinking is Marvel would have done this better. Like Marvel, like. The trailer you're would be better. You're going to think the same thing when you see the trailer for Joker. <laughs> Fucking Marvel would have done this better. I um, just like I, – I, I see what you're saying about all that. Like maybe those are all – like I, I enjoy Joaquin Phoenix as well. and and But it's just that I can't get excited. I don't care who gets fucking cast in it. I can't get excited about it until I see a trailer or the movie and see that unlike – everything else DC has done since I think the dark Knight. since the dark Knight mm-hmm. has been complete garbage, like consistently bad. DC has been as consistently bad as Marvel has been consistently good. That's a good and now point. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Marvel, everything like that means DC does like, there are a few things here and there that are like, Oh, well they should have just, you know, like this was a cool part or this was a good casting choice, but consistently it's mainly just shit. DC and stands for don't I, see. Yeah, exactly. Don't see until I, don't until come. like I watch a movie, 
that's enjoyable. I can't get excited for anything they do. Right. Um, yeah. So the movie looks really shiny and pretty. And uh, I was asking some people if they'd seen it. And everybody thinks I'm talking about the Shaquille O'Neal movie, Kazam. So it's just, I, I feel. Hey, I'm also going to say that I don't know anything about Shazam. Yeah. I don't. Um, like, I, I've never seen. I know seen... about Kazam, yeah. but not Shazam. <laughs> Uh, our friend of the podcast, John Yurkaba, messaged me saying he loved the trailer. He's also a very big Shazam fan. So, hey, to each their own. But I disagreed with him. I said I will respectfully disagree Isn't there a with resident, you. yes, have some listener in group therapy that loves DC films and gets yeah. named Joey? Huh? I don't remember his name. Mikey. Mikey. There Mikey. Is. Mikey Wood, yeah. Mikey Wood. Just wanted to uh, Mikey likes Mikey it. Mikey likes it. Um, Mikey... Hey, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, man. Yeah. That's fine. That's what we do. It'd be mm-hmm. boring if we all just agreed with each other all the time. And that's why when John Yurkaba told me that he um, liked the Shazam trailer, I blocked him on Facebook. <laughs> I unfriended him immediately. I said, I have no use for opinions different than mine. God. Um, cool. That was Shazam Talk with Yes Have Some Podcast. You guys ready to move on to the next trailer? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Before we do that, I do want to plug Yes Have Some social media accounts. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash yes have some cast. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at YHS Podcast. We're very interactive. Please come on, leave a comment. Follow us. Tell your friends. We post pictures of our toys. We post fun, you know, little videos. Uh, we, we like to have fun on social media. So at YHS Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. And then, of course, the official Facebook group of Yes Have Some Podcast is Yes Have Some Group Therapy. Abigail Gardner, if somebody wants to find us on group therapy, how do they do that? What you're going to want to do is head on over to Facebook. <laughs> Every time I get, you search Yes Have Some Podcast, yeah. you'll see our page. <laughs> and then you scroll down and you'll see Yes Have Some Group Therapy and you click it. What's that voice you just did? You see your page. And the, uh, you turn into like Kristen Wiig. And like, uh, it's very fun. I Without love doing fail. that. Yeah, yeah. It's because when people ask me for directions, I get stressed that I'm going to either not remember them correctly or like give someone. <laughs> Abby's like, okay, so you go straight. One. You take a left. No, right. No, take a right. Go right. Like, you straight. call me. <laughs> make sure that I gave you the right ones. Uh, yes. Have some Facebook group therapy, the official discussion group. That's where we post our episodes. We have trailer talk threads, spoiler threads, spoiler reviews, all sorts of stuff. And thank you very much to all of our brand new patrons on Patreon. Yes, have some. It's patreon.com slash yes, have some. And that's where you can go. We got a bunch of great tiers. We're doing really cool stuff. We got the YHS Collectors Club. More information on that on all of our social media sites and patreon.com slash yes, have some. Now, on to trailer number three. Abigail, what do we got? Ooh, well, we've been talking about it already. We got Aquaman coming in hot and heavy underwater in jeans. <laughs> hot and heavy and underwater in jeans. Um, denim. Ooh. Underwater denim. He doesn't work well underwater. I, You know, we did a whole episode basically talking about the goddamn poster. And then the trailer's coming in going... Hold my beer. Uh, uh, Jake, I'll yeah. throw to you, man. We've Aquaman's been... the kind of superhero you could drink a beer with. Isn't that like their whole thing with this yeah, movie? Yeah, that's their whole fucking thing. That's why he wears jeans. Well, we don't, I don't he's drink. he's like Joe Sixpack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman's the kind of politician 
Who's not going to get up there in Washington and not fight for the little man? I don't fucking get it, man. Aquaman's Jay- at Walmart right now just getting groceries. What do you think of I'm, this trailer, man? I'm really so I'm really looking forward to about maybe 10 years from now when there's a documentary being made about the man who infiltrated DC and brought them down by just like making all the worst decisions possible. Yeah. Because I feel like whoever is okaying all of this shit has to be just like fucking with everybody because this trailer, this is the stupidest thing I've ever, like this looks dumb. It looks bad. It looks like he, like Jason Momoa is so annoying. He's like the way when he like comes into the submarine Jake. and he like looks behind him and he's like mission to come aboard. Dude, he how like, does he look- spell come is what I want to like- know because the way he looks at them is extremely sexual. But he looks like he looks so fucking proud that he just made that stupid joke and he's waiting on them to laugh at his fucking like God, this movie looks fucking awful everything looks stupid they don't even look like they're underwater craig you said at some point that this is yeah that's what i was gonna say one of you said that this looks like the clone wars or the old pre and it does like when he's on that little when he's on the like submarine coming down into atlantis that fucking literally i'm like oh so they're going to the is this where like Jar Jar brings them, and they're, yeah. to, they're yeah. like, this dude, someone so needs to edit it, like, when they lower it. into the sea, all of a sudden you see Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn swimming by. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's it just to think, this could be another big movie. <laughs> dude. All it's so, hey, also, the worst, the worst red cosplay wig that you will find at Dragon Con looks ten hundred times better <laughs> than, than Merida's hair. Dude, it I... So- fucking dumb. I literally wrote this girl's got hipster aerial hair down because that it fucking looks it looks like a bad wig and it looks like they were like what are girls like? They like that aerial, huh? Let's get let's get her to look like that. Ugh, redheads. Oh my. <laughs> oh, cool. Fuck me in nice the asshole is what I wrote after I wrote that quote. Redheads, you got to love them. That's so fucking stupid and annoying and I hate it and I hate that they have to end on a joke because every stupid trailer has to end on a fucking joke but we but saw is that the, even a joke? That's not even a what joke. What is it? It's disparaging like, to joke? redheads and I hate it. Anything. Hey, you know how when you're hanging out with a redhead and she just jumps out of an airplane with yeah, no parachute? Yeah, you're like, come on. But you know what? I saw the cast of this movie on Conan and the girl who plays her, I'm Remember like... Her? Is that her name? She deserves it. I don't know. I don't want to be disparaging to the actress. I don't know her name. But well, the cast her, just... Hey, it's not, it's not her, her fault, fault that she completely looks stupid. She's not the one who designed... Yeah. The, like, the actress didn't design the dumbass wig she's wearing. Dude, Somebody else Jake. made that choice. Jake. But, like, this, this fucking trailer is full of just, like, the weirdest visual... Like, there's, a, there's like, one quick shot of Aquaman, and I, I don't know if it's her or someone else, just, like, fu- looks like they're going 100 miles an hour. Just, like, they're not swimming... They're just like, they're not moving their body. They're just fucking moving at 100 miles an hour through the fucking ocean. And I'm like, what is fucking happening? Like, it's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Hey, Jake, how do you feel about people riding sharks and fighting on them? It, <laughs> it just good. looks bad. I, hey, I like watching sharks as much as, more than anybody. I want to see sharks fighting and eating people and like people riding fucking like 
somebody's got a dinosaur in this fucking movie. Where did that come from? I don't fucking know. But it all just looks bad. Like when every single so like whoever whoever <laughs> made whoever did the effects or whatever this was kind of same thing as the poster like so every single great white shark doesn't look like a clone of each other why does <laughs> every it looks like they just hit the copy and paste tool for yeah, every single 100%. shark or every creature period like they're all completely identical to each other and uh, video game that's role. not how i wish yeah. they would not i wish works. they would just use the cut tool on jason momoa completely the just guy take him out. sucks man dude, he sucks. wait he let's, is a, not a fucking actor dude, at all he when sucks he, when he was on conan he was like sharing his little anecdote from seth that was supposed to like make us like him more as a person and so the girl the actress that i'm just amber talking heard. about what amber heard amber heard okay so she was reading a book apparently on set and like he, his little gag was he stole it from her and ripped the first ten pages out and then like gave it back to her, and I just hate him for that. Oh, it's what terrible. a cool gag! What a cool what gag, a cool Jason. Gag. Cool guy. I lost all respect for him at that moment. So not that I had any to begin the with. The guy looks like a Jason Momoa looks like a, a fucking a nuclear bomb hit a pack sun and from. From the ashes arose Jason Dude, Momoa. He walks in. Yeah. I do not want to wait on him. He's staying late. He's trying no. to get all the top shelf and liquor. And also, put a fucking shirt on. Like, yeah. who look are my, you? Look at my eyebrows. Nah, dude. Like and when he the, does like the hang ten. I even hate thing. the childhood him. Like when that kid's eyes. I like. I want that kid to be bullied. And when he turns into like Aquaman, it's like not cool. That it's whole moment bad. is supposed to be very, so much cooler than it is. Very bad. Very bad. Um, so yeah, this movie looks like hot garbage and a half, but uh, I guess the only possible saving grace is that it is being directed by James Wan. Wait, that's you think that's, that's the saving good? grace? You think that's saving grace? Um, is there a band called Saving Grace? Because if there's not, I'm starting one. We're going to be a. There probably is. Uh, okay. No, I want to. I want to hear Christian. your reasoning here. Okay. Here's the thing. Saving Grace. Jake, I know you don't like the fucking... He is a band. I know you don't like... They're uh, from New Zealand, and they are Christian. I just looked them up. They're from New Zealand? Yeah. Wait a minute. Isn't James Wan from New Zealand? Oh, he's from Australia. Jay, I know you don't like The Conjuring and all that shit. Uh, when I say Saving Grace, I mean he's a very experienced director and has handled big action movies before. So even if you don't think <laughs> like Fast and the Furious 7 is a great film... Okay. Did you say he could have Hold vision on. or like concept or it could be cohesive? Mm. I, okay, so I, I haven't seen any of the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm looking at his. I'm looking at the movies he's directed right he, now. He directed he, Saw. He did. He did the first Saw, which which I think is a good movie. I think the first Saw is pretty good. Uh, he directed Dead Silence, which I think is garbage. He directed Insidious and The Conjuring, which I think are the two worst things to happen to horror films ever. He did Insidious 2, which is no better. The Conjuring, I think those movies are absolute fucking gutter trash. Um, I have not seen any of the Furious movies, but I do. He- I have heard they're, they're fun, so I can't say anything about that movie. But, like, just looking they're at... They're fun but forgettable. Lo- so. Like, looking at what most of his movies are here makes me think that this movie's going to just suck. I don't know. No, 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 but- no. I, Jake, I completely... This movie looks bad. It doesn't look like the to my 
It doesn't look like the worst of the four trailers we're talking about. Because uh, I've got do- whoa, really whoa, it doesn't. It's you my think, third. It's you third think worst. this looks better than? Venom? I think I think Venom looks like a combination. I'm going to save it. I'm going to oh, save. Oh boy, it. go ahead and it. say this, and then let's oh, save the rest. Okay, of the okay. Uh, we'll get to Venom. What I'm going to say is that no, Aquaman looks. You know how some movies look good and some movies look bad and some movies look like so bad they're good and then there's the movies that are just bad 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 this looks like that this looks very you think it's bad bad to bad 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 i think, I think it's like batman and robin bad like no, it may no, no, have no. some moments of like fun no no i don't no. know I take, that, I take all that back. it's it's what am i going to compare it to like well because the other dc movies aren't really enjoyable I'll tell you this, I'm having fun making fun of it. Of course. We hate everything. Okay. What was your what was your clerk's reference for YHS this week for the shirt idea? Yes, I assure you we are assholes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> we're not we're not good people. No, we are. Well, we're good people. We're very good people. That's we why love we have what we right love. We hate judgmental. what we hate. And sometimes we love things and then we decide to hate them. It's fine. Yes. Um no no no. This movie does not look you good. You fluctuate between the love and the hate. Um the cast is boring whatever who's the dude uh who's in like star trek like what's that guy's name jason eyes just it's it's just boring all of it's boring uh jason momoa might be the worst part about game of thrones like out of out of everything on that show it's like god this yeah guy. but it, it's not it's not so bad because you know what he doesn't fucking talk in game of thrones you know what no. i mean he first of all he's not in it that long Second of all, he his speech is so limited in that show that he gets away Dude, with it. We all just remember him in the Khaleesi and that scene, and that's probably why we can't forget him and why he's still in movies. What did he do with her? Didn't they have? Were they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That he impregnated her. That she yeah. had dragons. I remember that. Uh, yeah, I thought she it was did not look like she was enjoying herself. No, that's probably she, never mind. She was not going to say what I was more when she that's a whole yeah. other thing. That's a whole this is not a tweet, Craig. You can't delete this. So. Can't, can't do that. <laughs> delete the whole episode. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts on Aquaman before we move on? Uh, by the way, we're all going to see the fuck out of this movie. I'm going. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to see it because I kind of feel like we're obligated to see it, especially if we're going to talk so hey, bad about the poster. Patrick, if we Wilson, like it, we all have to go of. swimming in jeans. Pat. That would be funny. That's a dare. Me getting prepared for Aquaman and just it, I'm wearing a denim shirt, like a Jay Leno denim shirt tucked into denim, denim pants in a pool. <laughs> um, he played uh, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. He's, he's, he's a watchman. In, he he's done a few. He's done some good stuff, but he he is in like every one of James Wan's movies. He's in all like he's just in. He's he looks in everything. Like discount. Oh, Chris he plays Pratt. the brother. Yeah. Um, okay. Loki. Moving on. Last trailer. We got the second full trailer for Venom. It's going to be the new Sony. The the I I don't. I'm worried about this movie for a lot you know of reasons. It's Sony because they show a skyline of the city to open up the. Whole you trailer. know it's Sony because the trailer's so good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, just for anybody who's wondering, obviously Marvel has the MCU. Sony owns Spider Man and the rights to all of the Spider Man characters. Basically, similar to Maroon Cartoons and Roger Rabbit, Marvel and Disney have Spider-Man on loan from Sony. Just like Maroon had Dumbo. Best part is he works for Peanuts. A lot of Dumbo talk tonight. Mm-hmm. More than usual. More than usual. I hate tunes. Um, I love Roger Rabbit. Nope, no tangents. Venom talk. Yep. 
Keep uh, it this tight. might be the only time someone's. I'm, I'm much like Tom Hardy's <laughs> half man, Hard. half venom. I'm half Roger Rabbit, half venom. Much like Tom Hardy is hard to understand through this entire trailer. God, no wonder he always has a fucking mask on his face. He's got mush mouth. He's a reporter. What I'm saying is, I don't know if this movie takes place in the MCU. I don't know if Sony's launching their own Spider-Man villain universe completely separate from what Marvel's doing. We don't know. You'd think... This is what I think. There was a rumor, spoiler alert, but there was a rumor that Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, filmed a cameo as Peter Parker for the Venom movie. I have a feeling the second Marvel saw this trailer, they called Sony and said, please remove that from the Tony Stark shows up and just (laughs) pulls him out and saves him. I don't want to go, Tony. It no, doesn't. No, no. You it do. doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a Marvel film at all. No, um, it feels like a Sony film. It feels but like it a is we- it is weird to have to change the Venom story so drastically to have like uh, the way the way they handled it in um, uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man Three, where you know Peter Parker gets the black suit for a while, right? That that's always been how it happens, you know. Like that's always been kind of the origin of Venom, and it's uh, it's weird to change that. It's weird to just delete that whole part from the story. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just okay. I, I'm not going to claim to be like a giant like Spider-Man uh, universe expert. I know that they're Uh trying to launch a bunch of spinoff movies. There was a Sinister Six movie they were going to do for a long time. They just announced a couple new spinoffs that are all in the Spider-Man universe. All I'm going to say is taking an objective look at this trailer, this movie looks awful. Like a turd in the wind. That's a line from the fucking movie. That's a line from the trailer. That they thought was so good. Super good. Let's finish with that. I was I was hoping fucking Leslie Jones would walk in and slap the shit out of Tom Hardy at that point. Yeah. Uh, I I don't get it. Like I'm not gonna. One thing I won't do. I'm not gonna c- critique the special effects or the the VFX or the CGI. I'm not gonna even go there. It doesn't look great, but it's an early trailer, and there's plenty of movies that I, I feel love. like some of it looks okay. Some of it, I can't tell what's happening. Right. Some of the motorcycle stuff looks all right. Some of the action looks okay. Anything involving dialogue or like the, the backstory, it's the, way the too stuff much story. With the other symbiote looks yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it feels. So, you know how the DC movies feel bleak? And you know how the Marvel movies feel like fun and optimistic? Even, uh-huh. in, even in times, even when. Even when Thanos is like killing half the universe, there's still a sense of like I'm having fun watching this. This movie, this trailer reminded me so much of how I felt watching Spider-Man 3 in tra- in theaters for the first time. Mm-hmm. This feels like Batman and Robin bad to me. This feels like, ooh, they're just missing the mark. It feels like it's one of those early 2000s attempts at a superhero movie pre-Marvel success yeah, when it was like, like the Green they Lantern movie badass. Yeah, like, let's give like them some a, leather almost jackets. Almost like a fucking mm-hmm. Ghost Rider or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ghost Rider. Like Daredevil. Appealing Green to Lantern. that like yeah. male machismo God, almost Fast and the bad. Furious. Yeah. But does it, I mean that's just that's just the vibe also, I get. Also, this second trailer gives you like the entire second half of the movie. It was a long ass trailer with like all all of it. All of the. Well, movie I don't want to. I want to end on talking about the last scene of the trailer because yeah. I, I it's fucking 
for, for one thing, it's a lot like the Shazam trailer. Like, we're going to end with our hero stopping a convenience store from being robbed. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's the same thing. Why do they do that? Is is I wonder, is the scene in RoboCop where he stops the bad guy from robbing the convenience store, is that in the original RoboCop trailer and it's just embedded in people's minds that they have to include that in the trailer? I've seen that specific scene and it always ends with some dumb joke or them like taking a pack of Twinkies and not paying for it or and yeah, some they, dumb line. They, I think what they're trying to I think what they were trying to do with this Okay, are we just talking about this last scene? You just said you want yeah. to save the last but, scene. Well, just but we're talking about it. Yeah. I wanted to do something. Yeah, let's, let's go for do it. it. Let's get into it. I feel like what they try to do with that scene is they're trying to show you. So, like Venom has always been. Um, I do really like Spider Man, and I haven't like kept up with all the comics, you know. But I, I was a big like I really loved the cartoon. Uh, I, I, I always liked Spider Man. I always followed it. So. Venom was like he was supposed to be or he was like he's fucking scary and he's like very ruthless and doesn't care about murdering people and, you know, whatever. And I think this I think that last scene in the trailer it was them trying to be like, OK, let's show the audience that Venom is scary, that he will bite somebody's head off, but can also be funny. I think they're trying to show everybody like, hey, this movie's funny and it's like almost like they were like, hey, let's do a little bit of a Deadpool here. You know, yeah. it seems like right. they're trying to right. and it doesn't really work. But but the problem is wh- I saw the headlines like new Venom trailer is terrifying and hilarious. And I watched the trailer and I went, nope, neither. It's one. not. It's neither mm-hmm. one. No, Uh it's man, it's 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 such a like it's kind of a bummer because like you know as I was just saying like Spider Man's great I love Spider Man's very fun and I think Tom Holland is pretty great as Spider Man and is is uh is fun as the Marvel movies have been they should definitely like they should be they should be including Venom in these standalone Spider Man films because like I feel like a Marvel film that's just that happy and fun all the time to have a villain that is like, just actually like Michael Mm -hmm. Keaton was scary, but having like a fucking alien that is eating people scary would be something different for Marvel. You know what I mean? It would, it would, it would be a different and fun thing. And Venom is like, he's a fucking, he's a fan favorite. And I don't understand why they're not, putting him in the Spider-Man movies. I just don't get it. Yeah, I have a feeling it has something to do with, like, like Sony has been desperate to launch a Spider-Man universe for a very long time. I mean, Paul Feig was attached to, like, an all-female, no surprise there, an all-female Spider-Man villains movie before he took on... I know the look I just gave Craig. Abby just gave me a look like, like a what? Oh, a what? A what? Tiger Shark. Um, and so they've been desperate for it. And I'm sure they're like, hey, we want to launch Venom independently. And then they probably want to launch a Carnage movie and then do Venom versus Carnage and then introduce them into the MCU. Or like, but, that, it, but that doesn't make any fucking sense because they're starting off – they're starting off making Venom like a vigilante. And 
he he does become a vigilante in the comics. There are times where he has to team up with Spider-Man. He does like eventually learn how to not, you know, kill innocent people and you know, he becomes like control a his powers. He's still badass and he's gonna fucking kill people, but he's gonna like help out and kill the bad people. But like that's so far into the like Venom's future, you know, like when he starts like he is fucking he's He's like he's he's Spider-Man's like most memorable, most popular villain. And he's a true fucking villain and not and it's more than just like, you know, Eddie Brock is supposed to be like the mirror image of Peter Parker, you know, like and it just makes no sense to completely get rid of all of that and to just be like, hey, you know what? You know, the you know, the coolest, scariest, best villain Spider-Man has. We're, we're erasing that. And just making him the the hero from the beginning, that is stupid. That is hey, lame, hey, Jake. You know I what? didn't know that. That sounds like somebody from DC's working at Marvel now. Ooh, yeah. There could be a mole. Yeah, dude. If there's like a slow progression or like that duplicitous thing, where like, okay, so it sounds like he changes later on and like learns how to like harness and control those things or use them for good, or or there's like a back and forth of is he good or bad? Like that sucks if they just start out with like, oh hey, we're just gonna jump to this part. Oh, um, that blows. I feel like the, the the third act of the movie will be him gaining control over his powers and then doing the right thing. These movies are yeah. So well, they well they show they they show you right away like. It, in in the series, it's Venom is the only symbiote for for a good while. You know, things happen later where uh, I think four or five other symbiotes show up, and I can't remember if they're created or if they're just other members of his race. I don't remember exactly how that happens, but like Carnage exists because I you know a symbiote merged with like a serial killer. And, like, I think that's one of the first times Venom ever kind of had to team up with Spider-Man because, like, he was a worse version of Venom. Um, but, like, they're starting out with other symbiotes immediately. A couple things uh, before we wrap up. The movie's directed by Ruben Fleischer, who um, he, he directed Zombieland, and he also did Zombieland, or he's doing Zombieland 2. Um, he's a good director. He did that other yeah, movie. Yeah, those movies are... Yeah, I mean, Zombieland, I like yeah. Zombieland. Um, so he, Ruben Fleischer, you know, I, you know, I always bring it back to, to, to the boys and, uh, to the, uh, boys in gray or uh, khaki, depending on the light. Okay. Um, cool. Craig, <laughs> he was campaigning to direct, uh, Ghostbusters three at one point. Um, so he's got a great relationship with Sony and I don't know, man. I, I hope, I hope it's great. Abby, I wanted to close off with. You are a big Tom Hardy fan. Yeah, you, like a big old Tom Hardy fan. You, you've got uh, uh, what, what is it called when like you know you know boners like yes. the women's version of a boner for Tom a female Hardy. boner is that what they call it? I think so. Is that a scientific term? Uh, or, or or just like the word crush maybe? Yes, probably crush. Words. Like you want to crush him with your boner that kind of thing. Yeah, like I want exactly. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I feel like doing. No, I loved Mad Max and that in that film I definitely like developed a hard crush on Tom Hardy. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, I think that he's like very compelling and I, I want to like him in this movie. I want it to be successful. Um, I want him to be funny, but I didn't like this trailer. So I guess uh, I'm a little worried, but yeah, I don't have a huge venom investment. So 
I'm not that worried. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope, hopefully it's surprisingly funny and hopefully it's better than what this trailer shows it to be. But yeah, that's how I'm not super duper stressed. I haven't been like as into Tom Hardy as of late, but yeah, here's hoping. Well, I've missed out on a bunch of Tom Hardy movies, but I did like Mad Max. I do like Inception a lot. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I know Jake doesn't, but I like The Dark Knight Rises. I like Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Abby, you saw Dunk. How is this a thing? I went and saw Dunkirk. How have you seen Dunkirk and I haven't? It makes no sense. What timeline are we We've talked in? about is it. Is Donald Trump really president? I still can't believe I saw it. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Good director. A great intellectual property in the you know with Venom and the Spider-Man universe. Good starring, you know, actor. I mean, the pieces are there to be good. I guess we're just going to have to wait. Maybe it'll be great. I remember when I saw the first Mad Max trailer, I was just like, this looks so bad. And then I love that movie. So it can work out. A bad mm-hmm. trailer does not always equal a bad movie. We know that. We're smart yeah. enough to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to, any- me, to, me, to me, I'm more feeling bummed out more than anything that it's separate from Spider-Man because, because like you want to watch, I want to see Spider-Man facing Venom and I don't want this to be two times in a row that they've dropped the ball with like Venom in Sam Raimi, Spider-Man three. That movie was so bad. That movie's very bad. The first two Sam Raimi Spider-Mans I think are amazing. I think I might like, I think I might like Sam Raimi Spider-Man two better than Spider-Man homecoming. I think maybe, I mean, in general, people consider, you know, people forget, like, I know everybody loves the MCU and people uh, have a lot of reverence for those films. But, like, for a long time, there was, like, three or four movies in the superhero genre that were considered, like, the top tier. Uh, Spider-Man 2 was one of them. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And it's just, like, it's like I want to see Spider-Man fight Venom. I don't want to keep seeing Venom fall short and and not be utilized in a good way and you would think like oh cool marvel's got spider-man now maybe we'll finally get like some good you know maybe we'll, we'll finally start to see the good stuff and then right you know, i, I would not happens. be surprised to see a post-credit scene with peter parker like that would, would not shock yeah, me at all i mean it's possible it's possible but like i said it's weird it's weird like why is he going to be fighting venom if venom's already a good guy you know they've they've already erased. They already make him good. Yeah, that history. You know it's like what? What do you? Yeah, do? that's weird. Hey, yeah. maybe. Hey, maybe Venom is an Avenger in, in phase, like phase uh, whatever after phase the four? Uh, yeah after uh, oh. the next Avengers. Hey, film. That'd they're be gonna need some new uh, new Avengers. Shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, then I guess there's hope that if this movie's terrible, he could come back in a better capacity like later on down the road. Yeah. As Venom. Maybe it's one of those things like the movie wasn't great, but Tom Hardy as Venom was, was good to keep I, going. I, I'm telling you, like, I, I'm still looking forward to seeing this movie. Like, I still want to see this over Shazam and Aquaman. Like, to me, Aquaman is the clear... Yeah, uh, you're probably right. I was being too hard on it. I think it's because I just watched the Venom trailer like right before we started recording, and I just got that. I got the willies. I've had time to process how bad Aquaman is. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Well, cool. Well, listen, we're gonna wrap up here. We're gonna cut. This is what we're gonna do. First time ever. (laughs) We're gonna do a two-parter. It's not the first time ever, but we got a whole fuck budget coming for you. But we want you to be able to take a break, take a breather, get a drink. Get a snack, 
And then I want to get a snack for episode yeah. before Papa Craig gives me my fuck bucks. We're gonna do a fun, a fun fuck budget, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Abigail, Jake, it was fun talking about these trailers with you. A little bit of breaking news: new Dragon Con guest announced. I don't think this guest has been there before. Hmm. Nick Frost of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Oh, oh cool. wow, that's, that's kind of cool. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. Diverse. Hey, maybe Simon Pegg will be there and. Wow. That would be really cool. Whoa, that would be Christ. cool. Now, yeah. Hey, what? now I'm excited about Dragon Con. Yeah, now you're excited. Maybe Laura Dern will be there. Never. Ooh. Hey, if hey Laura... wait, 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 wait. Speaking of Laura Dern, mm-hmm. can we announce that we're, we're maybe, hey, you know what? I don't care if I'm asking. I guess I'm just outing do that it. we're doing just a do panel it. at Dragon Con, right? We are. We oh, are. dude, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be there. Well, um, there's going to be a Jurassic Park panel. At uh, Dragon Con, that Laura we will Dern be will be in. there. Uh, Laura Dern will be there in spirit. Um, there's gonna we're gonna write a script where the three of us the night before our panel go and kidnap Laura Dern to be on the Jurassic Park panel. I just know you know what I want to do. Like in the middle, uh, close to the end of the panel, I just want to be like, uh, I'm gonna announce to everybody that we have a special guest. Yeah. And I'm going to introduce Laura Dern and get everybody's hopes up, and then she's not going to show up. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And Jake's gonna be like, Craig, you said you said Laura Dern was said gonna Laura be Wait, then we play the clip of Jake dressed up as Laura Dern that we filmed for our submission <laughs> yeah. and just put that out. We'll be like, we got in touch with her guys, and then we put um, that shit up. So I know we we had been planning on going to Star Wars celebration next year, but because we're gonna have the Ghostbusters fan fest happening just a couple weeks after that, um we, there's a chance we don't know. We don't everything's up in the air, but if they add Laura Dern as a guest to Celebration, I mean, I'm not going to miss out on the opportunity to get my picture with Laura yeah. Dern. Yeah. I'm not. I'll find Ugh. a cheap hotel in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What if they... I'm so worried about Star Wars. That's I another... know. I know. God, I know. that's so a whole worried. other episode. That's like... we, can, right, cool. we, can, we can just do an Save episode called I'm budget. So Worried About Star Wars. Well, cool. Well, everybody, this was episode 109 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Jake's so worried about Star Wars. My name is Craig for, Star Wars. for Abigail and Jacob Walsh. Come right back for episode 110. Where we... Y'all come on back, you hear? We're going to have a full-fledged fuck budget. Fuck of... budget. Fuck budget. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go eat a snack. Bye. Bye.